Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Episode 49 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, January 30th, 2013. We're almost at 50, folks. My name is Dan Gorman, and you guys want some cookies? <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and life is precious, and God, and, and the, the Bible. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Greg, and I am a millipede. I am amazing. I command you to gaze upon my face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Somebody out there must know what I'm talking about. I don't. <laughs> no, what is that from? <laughs> you know those, uh... <laughs> gaze upon my face. <laughs> yeah, you know those, yeah. right? It's from those uh, YouTube series. Well, there's only four episodes. Charlie the Unicorn. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, I have yeah, heard of that. I've seen really the first weird one. Stuff. Yeah. Really funny. I don't know. Our, our friend Jeff Collier showed one to me like four years ago or something. <laughs> yeah, I think the, I remember. The most recent one came out last year. It was only four in like five years. They're like yeah. three minutes long, but they're really weird and delightful. All right. <laughs> yeah, I've, I think I saw good. the first one of those. Uh, I right. also recommend if you like them, then there's the alternate version, uh, Charlie Te Unicron. Yeah. And they're really weird too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, today we're going to talk about some movies and film roulette. We're going to play more of uh, Hero Swap Round Two. Mm-hmm. That's getting uh, it's getting heated. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're going to talk I about some stuff. Sleep off the thing. <laughs> you, you yeah, I stay up worried about who's going to go through and who's not. Um, uh, I'll go first because I'm not going to talk too long about it. But uh, I saw the film Rust and Bone uh, over the weekend which is a French-Belgian film directed by the guy that made this movie called A Prophet, which, oh, was, which yeah, was up yeah. for yeah. Uh, Best Foreign. I, I can't remember if it won or not. Uh, but anyway, Rust, Rust and Bone is super fucking good. Oh, yeah. So good, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard to explain what it's about without it sounding like a movie it's not, because like, the gist of the plot is this, this guy and his son, he's like really poor, and he travels to live with his sister, and he meets this girl who uh, trains uh, whales at like a marine land kind of thing. But she gets in this horrible accident and loses her legs. And then they form this weird relationship. And so it kind of sounds like this woman is in a rela- in a in an accident, and then a man teaches her how to love again after. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds <laughs> like it's going to be that kind of movie, mm-hmm. but it's not. It is this like raw, visceral human drama that like is crazy and super good. Awesome, cool. and I highly recommend going out to see it. All right, it's really good. I'm surprised it's not nominated for best foreign picture this year. Hmm. Yeah, I. Like I want otherwise like I don't want to say too much about it, but like yeah, it's like super good. It's one of those movies where there's a few scenes that just kind of like punch you in the gut. You're like, holy shit, because he's like a fighter, and so there's some really like raw fight scenes where he gets like teeth knocked out and shit, and it's just like, but it's like gorgeously shot. It's it's awesome. Sweet. Yeah. That's in theaters. Now? And it's in like, theaters. There's a couple of scenes that just punch you right in the gut. Like he's a fighter. <laughs> like he's a fighter. And he's like it's and in then, 3D. At some point he just comes right up and punches you in the gut. <laughs> Take that, audience! I was like, why are you in the theater? <laughs> <laughs> I get free time. But it's uh, it's got, it's got a. Uh, I'm on my plate after this. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Rust and Bone too. Yeah, <laughs> electric boogaloo. You got a thousand dollars. Yeah. 
<laughs> the the girl in it's from Inception. She pay she um what's her name? Uh, Marion Cotillard. Cotillard. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And the guy is from this movie called Bullhead that was also up for Best Foreign, and so she's incredible in it. They're both like unreal. Super good. Awesome. Definitely go see it. All right. Well. And other than the movies for a film, that's all I, I really saw. I saw a movie and I, I wanted to talk about an album too. Do the album first. Uh, if this is Wednesday, then yesterday, uh, the new Tomahawk album came yeah. out, Oddfellows, on uh, Ipecac yes. label. Was this their like third fourth or fourth album? Yeah. Fourth Tomahawk. Album. If you don't know, Tomahawk's a super group, um, and it's a super group that doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Mike Patton of uh, Faith No More, Mr. Bungle, Fantomas, Peeping Tom. Lots of other things. Like a million things. Lots of yeah. so many things. Uh, <laughs> From most, I Am mostly Legend just soundtrack. being awesome all the time. And uh, the band's leader, though, this isn't actually Patton's project. He's just the singer for it. There's uh, Dwayne Dennison from the Jesus Lizard. Mm-hmm. One of the guys is from the Melvins, right? Uh, uh, the or original bass player is from okay. the Melvins. And, but the new bass player in this album is uh, Trevor Dunn, who played with the Melvins on okay. their record-breaking tour last year. Cool. And he's also of Mr. Bungle, Fantomas, and... Uh, Trevor Dunn's trio convulsant. Sweet. Faith No More as well. Uh, Trevor Dunn? No. Didn't he? No, no. Nope. Thinking of Trey Spruance. Spruance, yeah. <laughs> uh, the drummer is John Stanier of Helmet and Battles. Oh, uh, sweet. P- pretty good. Yeah. Pretty and good. Full House. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's just like, it's usually super groups are terrible. See Damn Yankees if you're unsure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, their first album came out in 2001 and it's genius. Their second album, Mitt Gas, came out in 2003 and it's even more genius. That's one of the best albums of all time. Ever. So good. Uh, then they put out a really bizarre Native American influenced album in 2006 that I, I loved. Yeah, it's, I did not. It's a very cinematic no. album. It's not, it's, uh, it's a lot of... There's feels more like a Phantomus album. It feels like a yeah. toned down Phantomus album. Yeah, me. but there's some bungle type things on there. There's straightforward yeah. songs on it too. I love the album. I think it's great. Um, and then this is back to I think closest resembles 2001 without sounding like exactly like it as far as it being a stripped down album. And it's basically I was saying to Casey, it sounds like a whole bunch of weirdos <laughs> trying to make what they think a like a prop no normal rock record mm-hmm. sounds like. And there are times when it does sound like a rock record, and then it's other times like no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it, it's rock still bands has don't its, do this. It's weird structural, uh, yeah. um, like it's weird structures and everything. But every once in a while, yeah, it'll just be a straight ahead beat and Patton doing I don't know something. <laughs> uh, I I do like the I didn't like it at first. For the first listen, I listened to the first three songs, and I was yeah. like, I don't know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, listen to the whole album, and and the first half is sort of more in context. Yeah. But, that but the second said, half of the album is much better than the first it, half. It is. Uh, that said, I, I don't think I'm going to spend as much time with it as I did with Met Gas or the first mm. one. Yeah. Um, I listened to it like I listened to the first couple songs and I and I said earlier like before we started recording it it, it wasn't for me in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to go back to it because I like stuff that Mike Patton has has done before. Are you yeah. familiar with Tomahawk in general or Not super familiar. Yeah. So well, it go, was, go get the self-titled yeah. Mitt Gas and Yeah. But like on audio people you can like comment on albums and stuff and I saw a lot of that like Casey's opinion it was like people that really like Tomahawk they were like oh I don't know like I didn't know at first but it grows on you and now I love it kind of thing yeah so yeah I, I was really because I heard the first three songs and I was like ah, what a, yeah what's going what's on happening something here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah around uh, like there's some really like uh, really standout songs like Southpaw is fucking amazing uh, Rise Up Dirty Waters is really good and uh, yeah the, generally the whole second half of the album when it, from that point on uh, what's the song after Rise Up Dirty Water? Uh, the Quiet Few yeah holy shit is that good holy crap is that song good but yeah I've gone, now the ones that I didn't like in the beginning I like now in context of the album but uh, mm-hmm. you know if you don't know the band don't start with this one Go get uh, go go get the self-titled and Met Gas and everything's gonna yeah, be yeah. The self-titled okay. one is a really good. It's their first album. And yeah. it's also a really good introduction to them. Yeah, and that will I think get you ready for Met Gas. So I definitely say start with the self-titled. Particularly if you're somebody who is into Faith No More, but like found Bungle or Phantomas too weird, and mm-hmm. kind of were like, oh, I like Mike Patton, but I would like some songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is where you find them. <clears throat> this is the only place to make songs anymore. Um, not that his other stuff isn't uh, awesome, like you know, an album of orchestral Italian pop uh, with a Mondo Cane. Oh yeah, uh, I heard some of that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. What a great record. But yeah, um, yeah. Whenever a patent release comes out, a proper, you know, 
<laughs> vocal <laughs> album from him. I'm always very excited. And in English. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> but for everyone. But yeah, I'm uh, the second half of the album really picks up. So uh, if you're unsure when you hear the first couple of tracks, keep going. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Sweet. Uh, beyond that, uh, and I'm a patent super freak. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I am uh, listening to it as uh, as uh, nicely as I can, and not just being like, "Well, it's patent, so it's good." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's problems on the album. It's not a perfect record, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go check out some of the other stuff and then come back to it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because I just I, today I was in like a like a soft music mood, and then I turned. Oh, this yeah, on. I was yeah. like, it's, "No, it's thank you, not, that, right, yeah. not right now." <laughs> um. Anyway, I went and saw a movie too. I saw uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I've I've been putting off seeing this movie for so long and i've really wanted to and i've heard so much like divisive things like some people are raving about it and then lots of other people are saying like i don't know why it's getting raves it's great kind of thing but not like the best so like i'm so interested you know what it it is it's very good yeah it's a very good movie and uh the performances are fucking fantastic Mm -hmm. and i've said a number of times on this show that i'm not a fan of bradley cooper yeah he's fucking great in this yeah i guess he just needs I to think, be in a good movie yeah i think he's script. one of those he's actors in a lot of crap like mm-hmm. he just is in shit and well, then he was really he was quite likable on alias yeah uh, I never watched. And, and neither did i well uh, my ex-wife watched it and so i got sort of like not really sucked into it because it's not that great a show yeah. but uh but the characters were really likable like jj sure. abrams is really good at mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. at at making fun little characters who also For sure cast. Um, but yeah, he's fantastic. Jennifer Lawrence is just the real deal. She's so good in it. Yeah. Uh, and De Niro. Uh, De Niro's fucking great. Well, I saw that, that, yeah. yeah. And like lively and like it's a performance. It's not it's just like, like uh, uh, me, this thing. showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this shirt. Uh, came yeah. here to make my De Niro face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the voice down too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I got to practice uh, to keep a, it up. I do a perfect De Niro now. So, uh, <laughs> I've been practicing. Um, but yeah, like his best performance in It's Jesus. nice to hear that he's like good in something because he's been in so much shit lately. Oh my God, like, it's the worst. Like stop doing Ben Stiller yeah. movies and shit. Yeah. Like it's just, it's not funny anymore. No. <laughs> like the one, when he did, when he made ben the comic Stiller turn too. on it, parodying himself, I guess the first time was like analyze this or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, like, okay, oh, yeah. okay, that's fine, but not every movie ever no. since then. <laughs> it's just, fuck off, man. Um, now, I do have some problems with the movie, but I'm not going to get in, into them until one of you okay, guys yeah. see it. I'm going to see it. Because I feel like it's getting a second life in theaters right now because of the Oscars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think any of them should win an Oscar for this, but it's really good, and it's much better than I thought it would be. The supporting okay. cast is fucking ridiculous. I heard, good. what's his name? Um... Chris Tucker's Chris Tucker's it. actually he's good. Really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. He's really good. Jackie Weaver is the mom yeah. is fantastic, but I think almost steals the whole movie is John Ortiz. Uh, hilarious, just fucking so so good. Uh, but when one of you guys see this, film, we'll, we'll talk about it talk more. About but again, it. I don't want to talk about the ending because mm-hmm. that's where I have problems. Uh, <clears> okay. <throat> or I have thoughts uh-huh. problems. I have thoughts about the ending. <laughs> It isn't problems. It's yeah. Anyway, but it's well, a discussion. I'm gonna, I'm I wait definitely, so you see I want to see it. People more time to go yeah. see it. But see it. It's a great movie. Especially with the Oscars Oscar coming up. Shit, you know. Yeah. See it. It's one of the good ones. I have so much catching up. But to like do. Descendants, like it's good, but like yeah, not fucking great. Yeah, you know? I that's I very much felt that about Descendants. Yeah, it was a nice little movie. Yeah. I'll never watch again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice, sweet. Yeah, that's that, my damn uh, story. Is that about it? I guess then off the top before we get into some film roulette. Oh well, you know what? I got a free month membership to amazon prime oh yeah on playstation 3 what's that it's, it's like a streaming service yeah, right it's but not as much stuff as netflix but there's a lot of tv and a lot of current tv okay um so alias is on there and i just put that in my queue i might watch a bit of it to see what i think because i've yeah, never seen i've it never episode. watched it so i'm watching a bunch of tv i've never seen before which is what i'm doing so last yeah. night i saw about four episodes of prison break Oh God! Um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Prison Break. I no, haven't really about that show. That, that makes but I witnessed watch it, it secondhand through my friends. They were like huge into it at first. They were like, "It's so good," and watched them be like, "It's terrible," but I need to see it through. Well, like as it went. Yeah. Okay. So the the show is about. Everyone knows what Prison Break yeah, is about. Yeah, guy's got so a tattoo. Gotta, yeah, he's got the tattoo. Yeah. The boot. Anyway, this is this show is so fucking stupid, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just great trash. But yeah. I mean. 
It's preposterous. The idea is fucking insane and re- like unbelievable. And the lead dude with the tattoo of the blueprints all over his body, which is totally insane. And it's like interpretive blueprints, you know, yeah, too, because it all looks like swords and dragons yeah. and shit. And he's like, no, look deeper. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. And, uh, Come into my room and look deeper. He's an atrocious. Look, also look closer. Like much closer. <laughs> get, get right in there. He's also such get a bad naked actor. to look closer. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything is so intensely melodramatic. Yeah. And like his, he does raised eyebrow acting <laughs> through the whole thing. He doesn't raise his eyebrows, but you know the what rock I mean? Like school of acting. You know, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> do you? really want to go in there what (laughs) oh man it's so bad it's so bad but there's Mm -hmm. fun people on it and it's just like it's uh, it's yeah it's a train wreck that i can't take my eyes off of and i'm totally watching you're gonna follow it through oh yeah they've got the whole thing on there i'm gonna fly through this motherfucker uh prison break you and me buddy let's break out of this you and me buddy (laughs) oh anyway that's that's the end of my story of tv yeah sweet (laughs) uh well then i guess we'll get right into some film roulette yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's no wait. Go. Let's guys. You got to you got to edit point, okay? Wait. Let's go. Uh, now be quiet. is a weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good the low roller has to see something shitty but the low roller can punish the winners with an album of his choice we do it every week this is how we live our lives <laughs> oh my god uh, i've been losing a lot yes a lot. <laughs> it's hilarious how yeah, bad you are rolling i'm dice. the worst you are the and worst. it's not like you lose by rolling a three or four no, and you i just roll get a, a one every week you just roll one, <laughs> one or two or two. Or two. <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right. This week I went and saw a haunted house because I'm a loser. Yeah. You guys went and saw Parker, which we thought was gonna be really good. I don't know what you guys thought, but I saw the reviews went up after we recorded and seemed like people weren't too big on it. Mm, but no. I'm excited to hear because this is based off of a series of books, uh, a it's character based on the novel. Flashfire by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's based on a, the 19th Parker novel ri- written by Donald Westlake. This is the same main character that we saw in Point, uh, no, Point Blank with Lee Marvin mm-hmm. and Payback with Mel Gibson. Right. These are This is right. all the same character. But he's character. called... Uh, Porter mm-hmm. in Payback because yeah. he wouldn't sign off on the name. Mm-hmm. And Payback is almost the same movie. Yeah. Only I, with a charismatic lead actor. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually like I like Jason Statham, but okay. Anyway. Go, okay, you this, guys, the, go. <laughs> this movie is very, very long. It's so long. It's, it's like... <laughs> Wait, how long is it? It's in like reality, let me see. It's two, it's two hours, it's but an it's hour, like yeah, 150, hours. 118 minutes. It is the longest hour and 58 minutes that has ever been recorded. Mm. Uh, Weird. Well, uh, <laughs> and there's a good, like, hour... And a bit. There's not a good anything. (laughs) Damn. There's a good hour and almost 20 minutes, I'd say, in the middle of the film where there is no action of any kind. Nothing. Well, I I can't say nothing happens because I guess what passes for a plot in this movie is furthered in some way. Right. But this movie, for this movie, has no idea what it wants to be. No, and uh, uh, it, it suffers from that thing where it's it's based on a book, and they took all of the wrong elements from the book <laughs> uh, because it feels very much like a book, like where you're meant to get to know the characters better. Yeah, um, th- then you then you have a chance to in two hours. So, and then you make one of those characters, you make Jennifer Lopez play that character, and you have. Like she's not an actress. No, she is. I just want to. I want to say that the image on Wikipedia said Lopez's performance was praised for its comedic uh, comic relief or something. Which is, I don't know by who. I guess, Uh, yeah, by her. Oh yeah, yeah. she woke up the next morning and went, "I was good. I was really good." (laughs) I'm hilarious. So the movie is about uh, Parker, who is a professional thief mm-hmm, with yeah. a code of ethics. Yeah, but yeah, unlike Parker kill Lewis, anyone or something. he can lose. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you. You've been banking that one. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I have been banking that one. That's not a lie. Starring J, J- Lo as Kubiak. As Kubiak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he does a job. Now he is okay. Now okay. Anyway, he's a thief who does a job with some other thieves. They double cross him. Yeah. Leave him for dead. He doesn't die. He then wants to go get what's his. Because that's okay. yeah. Right. He's got this. He's a thief with a strict code of ethics. Where mm-hmm. if he promises to do something, he he does that thing. Yeah. yeah. Like he. <laughs> that's what I, I've always found that really fucking stupid. Where they have the thief. Like he's a fucking common criminal. Yeah. Like he's a dick by nature. Mm-hmm. But he lives by a strong code of ethics. <laughs> so oh good, then I'm on board with this fucking douchehole. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so he does a job along with uh, Michael Chiklis. Mm-hmm. And, and Clifton Collins Jr. Yeah. I like Clifton Collins Jr. Uh, he was I don't know what he's doing in this movie, though, other um, than having a mustache. Uh, yeah, yeah, he definitely <laughs> had a mustache. Yeah. And uh, that guy from The Wire. Oh, is that where that guy's from? Yeah. What guy? <laughs> the, the Let me get the names partner. up here. Um, Wendell Pierce? Clifton Collin Jr. <laughs> yep, this is fun. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Say more names. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The guy from Will and Grace. <laughs> um, and then there's some other white guy. Anyway, uh, now the first, I'd say, ten minutes of this movie, I'm like, I think I'm on board for this. Uh, it, it starts you know? out really good. Like, starts out good. It, it felt like it, the, like uh, a, with a heist. Yeah, and, and it's a stupid heist. It, it, it is, it's quite a stupid idea. <laughs> like, there's nothing really all that clever about it. They no. just, they're going to go to a county fair because county fairs have millions of dollars. <laughs> Did it end up having millions of dollars? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This county fair, you know Does Ohio the bank has have, like, a, a stall at the county fair? <laughs> they sold so many candy apples. I just want the bank to have a stall. They're like, this is money from the bank. Here it is. <laughs> Want to touch it? <laughs> we got to put it back though later. Uh, so, so yeah. So th- they don't have that great a plan. They basically just go in and create a distraction by setting something on fire, and yep. then they take the money and go away. Then they have a gunfight inside of a car. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Which is all right. Sounds pretty awesome. And that's where then they're supposed to have left Jason Statham for dead, but right. they did it wrong. Or I don't really know. They just didn't <laughs> die. And uh, I know how can you like as long as you were intending to kill them, like, well, would they he, throw him okay, out of a car? Or he something? gets shot by Chickless at least once when he's in the back seat of the yeah, car. Yeah, gets shot in like the shoulder or something. Yeah, and then he jumps out of the window of this very uh, fast moving car and rolls down the street and he's very bloody. Yeah. It's covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of the guys goes over and shoots him at like point blank range. But he's the guy you who's un- who isn't seasoned and he doesn't yeah, know yeah. what he's doing. He's and he's just got like an uncle who's powerful. Yeah. Okay. His uncle is part of the Chicago Mafia. Right. And uh, you don't see where he shoots him because they, they just don't show that yeah. every time. They flash back to those yeah. as many times. And he rolls into the water. But then some uh, old people pick him up with some tomatoes. One of the There's the truck no, was full I think of tomatoes. They use their hands. <laughs> Good yeah. night. Hello. Um, um, and then he. Oh man, does he recover fast? He recovers in uh, about 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, he goes in the. He wakes up in the hospital. Gets out of the hospital, steals an ambulance, drives it into a cornfield. Well, first he steals an old man. And then, <laughs> right, sorry. If you're going to get out of a hospital, you got to, you know, put a sleeper hold on an orderly. Yeah. And then steal an old man. Yeah. But nicely. Oh, yeah. Because he's got yeah. a code of ethics. You, that's right. You know who, if that, I steal an old man, rule number five, don't <laughs> hurt him or kill him. That old man, that old man was, had my favorite performance in this whole movie. Because he was like, he had like a, what do you call it? A tracheotomy? Like yeah, he had yeah. one of those things where you put it on. Yeah. But his was auto-tuned. So it was like, yeah, hey, yeah, man, what was, are you doing? <laughs> but, but maybe what? it was the auto-tuning of his, of his, his little voice box thing. But uh, his, his performance was the most nuanced. Yeah. Uh, no, it was pretty good. Yeah. I was actually thinking that, like, huh. yeah, because yeah. he was all like, he was like, what's, what happens now? What? Don't but how much of it was him, and how much of it was the auto tune? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the thing. That's this the world was, we live in. They put it in so Pro Tools. I can't even. <laughs> they put it in Pro Tools. Like performance up. All right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so anyway, this is then all he, fucking. After he steals the old way. man, he leaves him there, and then he steals an ambulance and drives it into a cornfield and hooks himself up to 
uh, an IV bag just and some, some Demerol and shit, and just fucking then he lies down like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, and he lies there. He takes a quick power nap. Yeah, yeah. and he has a flashback Sweet. of them shooting him, and then it cuts in, and he's just driving down the highway, and then he yeah. just like robs a few people, yeah, and sets this gigantic crazy plan into motion to get his money back from them because they're going. He knows that they're going mm-hmm. on a bigger heist. Immediately. <clears throat> yeah. So so he, he's going to get revenge and to get his money back from Michael Chiklis and those douche holes. Uh, who, who, by the way, he was hooked up uh, with by his father-in-law, who is also like his best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who is played by Nick Nolte, <laughs> who... Like, Nick Nolte anymore has become, like, the Muppet version of himself. Like, he sounds like a John DiMaggio character. Oh, my God. Uh, well, he's fine. Like, I think if he cares about the project, he puts the work in. Because he yeah. was awesome in Warrior. Right. Like, awesome in it. And he nominated for an Oscar and deserved that nomination. But then, like, he but popped up in, like, Gangster to Squad, too, right? And Carter. Didn't he pop up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gangster Squad. So when he has these little cameos, he just like I think he just shows up. (laughs) I like how we have like a list of people that we think just show up for like (laughs) this guy clearly just woke up. He shows up. Goes listen, somebody's father. And then he goes, and then you could have showed up in his place. I I, think I, I'm in the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Now the scene where the most of the plot, and this is where I fell off, where I'm like, I think I'm out of this. Is the scene where a great deal of the plot is uh, pushed along, where they find out they got to go to Palm Springs. Yeah. Because they buy some property because. That's easier to avoid the cops then. Yeah, I was unclear on why they decided to buy. But that scene is so poorly shot. It's them standing. It's Nick Nolte and uh, and Jason Statham standing out in like a uh, factory. Like I thought they open were on area. a roof or something because they're out in the middle of nowhere. And it is. It's just. It, it, it looks. It's shot like a like a um, Quincy or something. Yeah, yeah, totally. And a lot of like far away shots, but not far enough away that you can't tell that, you can, that the, they they've are. dubbed all the. Yeah. You know, it's you all this ADR. Yeah. And, and it's almost like Nick Nolte didn't want to learn his lines. It was like, well, we'll just shoot this from about ten feet away because it's just yeah. Nick Nolte's just, face going. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> just wave your arms around when you're done talking. Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. Fit them. No. Um, yeah, and it's just like, like and it felt like. Hey, okay, Nick, now just fall asleep when you're done. <laughs> it felt like the rehearsal takes. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was really, and then it was like, now we're in Palm Springs, and he's pretending to be from San Antonio. And it's really funny watching Jason Statham try and be a Texan. Well, yeah. it's, it's like that thing of where where um, some British people can't do an American accent mm. unless it's like a really, really <laughs> Southern accent. <laughs> And that's what he's doing, but like, but it's amazing how he's over enunciating, but still basically British. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we find, find like, like an hour into the movie. Oh my god! Where Jennifer Lopez turns uh, up. Yeah, which and is she, fine. Yeah, because I don't need that much of her. No, and she's a real estate agent. Yeah. Who just steals from her coworkers? Uh, <laughs> so I was gonna say, does she get like wrapped up in it or what? Her yeah. whole, her <laughs> well, whole like, thing. how does she get? Not in how you think, though. No, it, no, it much stupider and in a much stupider, can <laughs> very convenient way. Really? Um, she doesn't even get wrapped. Okay, hold on. So when when she shows up, from here on, this movie becomes the stupidest fucking movie. Ever oh, made. just the worst. Because she's just an asshole. Like mm-hmm. she's now she's supporting an ex-husband who's like sponging off her because he declared bankruptcy before they got divorced. Now she has to pay him like support or whatever mm-hmm. special support. And um, and she, so she doesn't have any money. Her car's about to get repossessed, and her mom, who she lives with, who's played by Patty Lapone, playing Hispanic, I guess, which is. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Yeah. This, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, oh, my God. So she doesn't have any money. Her, her car is going to get repossessed because she has to support this husband she can't support. And her mom's like, I'm not giving you any more money. Put so the soap opera channel on. Too. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It just got so fucking ludicrous. Anyway, she uh, steals a job from her coworker. And winds up as the agent for Jason Statham, who's pretending to be from San Antonio, yes. so he can buy, so he can buy a house property. in Palm Springs, so the cops won't be onto him when he goes to steal the diamonds that Michael Chiklis and the other guys are going to steal, so he can get his this money back. This sounds like why doesn't he ass. just fucking go get his goddamn money from them? Right? Like, just walk why over does he there have to buy a house? But anyway, house? then he finds where they they've bought a house. 
Oh, and they're uh, on the same and, buying house and, tip to not yeah, get yeah, caught. Yeah. And so he figures out that's where they are. And Jennifer Lopez is just throwing her pussy at him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like in this way where you kind of go like, is she kind of an info? <laughs> she meets him and immediately is just kind of like, I'm gonna fuck this. Guy. <laughs> Maybe not today. Nothing wrong with so that. Weird. And uh, then, uh, so then she's like googling him and shit like that at home. Yeah, because he's under this assumed uh, yeah, yeah. Identity. fake identity he got from some people, and that's just oh man, that was long getting getting his fake Google identity papers. And oh, yeah. so what was all of that Needless crap? Jesus Christ! It was for half an hour of the movie. Yeah, um, and then she just he's out. Then he breaks into their house, Michael Chiklis's Palm Springs house, and like plants a bunch of guns inside of it and stuff, <laughs> which was really contrived, by the way. So yeah, <laughs> like he, he plans on on doing the the thing uh, the next night. So he, yeah. he breaks into the house. He breaks into the house. I thought this was kind of cool. He breaks into the house, finds their stash of guns, and fucks up all their guns. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They he bends normal, all the firing like, pins on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So he fucks them up so they can't be used. Yeah. And then he tapes a bunch of his own guns around <laughs> uh, around the house. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. And then he comes after doing that. He comes out and. J-Lo is sitting in his car. Yeah. And now he breaks the... He doesn't do Texas accent. He's like, who the fuck knows you're here? You know, all British guy. Yeah. And then she's like, nobody. What in the fuck? And then he's like, oh, well, listen there. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, you here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, nobody has a... Oh, Damn, bro, right, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then he was Australian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, she, uh, so then she's just like, okay, now she has figured out that this guy is pretending to be somebody else and sneaking around in the night. And she, the travel, no, not traveling, so the real want, estate like, agent, she wants in or something. Just, yeah, well, yeah, she just hangs out in his car. Like yeah. this is going to be a good idea. And then, yeah, she wants in on whatever he's mm-hmm. like doing. He's like, people are going to know that you're not from here. You need like need somebody to. You need somebody yeah. who knows the area. So this is how she gets tangled up in the whole thing. Is she just goes, me too. Yeah. <laughs> what well, doesn't sound that crazy? And, I'll fuck you. Got, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it seems like that's like a plot to it like like turn that would be easy to do if you just didn't spend so much time like, you know, like it just established that she's like shady and has stumbled upon that he's not who he says and like I'll tell if you don't let me help. That's all you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit more compelling, but she basically just goes, "I'm in. Yeah. I'm going to help you now cuz we're partners." Mm-hmm. And he just goes, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> like, like she's this Fair idiot. Enough. As yeah. far as he knows, she's just this slutty idiot who, who gets in his car and and uh, I'm a professional thief, and you're a real estate agent. He's a professional. Sounds good. Thief. Yeah, Here's he's your a gun. Professional thief with this code of ethics, and he knows how to do everything. And he's like, oh, real estate agent. I guess. Okay. <laughs> That's um, how that happens. And then now, now comes the first bit of action. Then in ages in the movie, when the guy attacks him in his hotel room. Yeah. And he just gets totally fucked up by this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some really cool shit that It was an all right fight, fight. But after, you know, sitting around for an hour and 40 minutes, yeah. like, all right, a fight, whatever. <laughs> like, there hasn't been anything for so long. Not since the opening scene where they had the gunfight in a fucking SUV. Yeah. Right. But uh, then, they go, you know, the Chickless crew, they go and they rob the diamonds and another totally retarded heist. <laughs> oh, oh, another... <laughs> Like, it's like they're trying to come up with the needlessly contrived heights because this one now involves they are speaker delivery men <laughs> who deliver speakers to this to this heist. And, and so in order to create the diversion in this one, which I guess it must be a theme they for They put them, on a like speaker pyrotechnics or something. No, they just put speakers in, in, in the auction, and when the auction's on, the speakers just have fireworks in them. Oh, my like God. Fire fucking works. That sounds amazing. And then they have a fire truck, and they're right there. Like, yeah, they pretend to be. Yeah, they pretend to be the fire department, and And they show up and get everybody out of there. Like, clear the room, and then steal everything, and then steal all the jewels. Sounds brilliant to me. Now, when the oh man, when the boat pulls up, is that part of the? The heist? Yeah. Well, yeah, because what they're supposed to do is distract they've got, they've got everyone. The idiot guy. On, um, yeah. Well, no, not to distract them, to pick them up, because the the uh, the auction house is on the lake. So boat guy, um, he's supposed to to uh, to park out front of or out back of the uh, the auction house, and when the guys. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Get the jewels. They they jump in the water. Yeah, but immediately, like as soon as he pulls up back there, there's a there's a police boat. It was like this is restricted area. Yeah, wouldn't they have thought of that? that? And Uh, they have full scuba gear. They could just swim a little ways and get out of the fucking water on their own. They could have a truck waiting. Uh, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. There's a lot of things they could do. Hey, you know what else they could have done? They could have um, taken all the jewels into the fire truck that they had and went. Oh, we got to take this fire truck back for a second. And just fucking drove away in the fire truck. Yeah, maybe so. It said they left that there without wiping it down, I noticed, too. And they did that with their getaway car in the first heist, too. Yeah. They just got out of it and left with their clothes and, like, makeup remover and shit in there. <laughs> fucking retarded. <laughs> What, they, what are all these clues? Uh, they whatever. Yes, yeah, they were just clear Two of them were dressed as clowns in the first place. Since the makeup removal. Anyway, <laughs> we were spending an awful lot of time. Yeah, sorry. There's no no time. No, but it was just I was just baffled by it. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? And then yeah. there's like a one ending, second ending, third ending. Why not four? Let's yeah, make yeah, it four. Yeah. And there's this great there's this great uh, scene where he uh, like because Jennifer Lopez lives with her mom, Patty Lupone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he shows up at her house after after the fight with the guy in the hotel room. Right. Uh, he's been stabbed and he's all bloodied and shit. Shows up at their house, and uh, Jennifer Lopez's mom, Patty Lapone, finds him and she's like, uh, uh, "Oh, you're a criminal who's bleeding all over my house. How can I help?" <laughs> <laughs> my dog likes you, so yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Clearly, That's this is well, okay. My dog likes you, so why don't I fucking why don't you stop bleeding on my floor and I'll make you some soup. Mm. <laughs> Oh, what a bummer. It, yeah. Because at the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh, this is kind of like a fucking mid-80s B-action. Yeah. Like, this might as well be a fucking Dolph Lundgren or Schwarzenegger movie, yeah. you know? like a, I was kind of hoping... Like a raw deal or something. Yeah. I'm like, right. I'm fucking totally into this. Yeah. What a great way to spend my afternoon. Nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. like, I, maybe, maybe oh. I should have done a little bit of reading before I went in, but I was like, yay, action movie, right after work. I was I'm just like, kind of like, yeah, I, hope yeah, this right? is like, I hope this is a cool, fun, noir movie, because I know it's like that from the, the writer that did all these. <laughs> cool noir books yeah yeah, yeah. Just, although i did read later after i was excited for the movie it was a later novel like way later than his like super good ones it's like yeah, the yeah. 19th just novel go watch the director's cut of payback if you want if you're interested do you in like the movie. director's cut of payback it's i don't know because i felt like the the rate it was one of those situations where the normal one was better and then i saw the director's cut one and i was like really i'll have to compare them again yeah i don't mind payback i like payback fun it's a good movie you know? <clears throat> i like payback yeah I'll just go watch Payback then. Yeah, I mean, it's so similar. It's so similar. Yeah. Ugh. All right, so let's um, uh, tell us about a haunted house. <laughs> Jesus, that was a long conversation. Sorry. Um, well, I'm not going to have that much to say yeah. about a haunted house. Um, may, okay, so this is from director Michael Titties. Uh, T-I-D-D-E-S? Tides? Titties? Nope, titties. He, uh, he's done nothing really except for Dance Flick, another Wayans Brothers movie. Um, so this movie is a spoof of like found footage movies. Um, although he has said on, he has gone on record that it's not a spoof that he thinks, uh, uh, he thinks that like it's, it's a horror comedy with like that has lovingly tributed to the genre and shit. That's not true. He tried to say that it wasn't a spoof. But it is. It's totally a spoof. Um, the main thing that Don't I want to talk about... they have people dressed up like Ghostbusters in it? Mm, sort of. Yeah. Um, the, the big problem... Well, I mean, this movie is a piece of shit. Like, it is garbage. It is, <laughs> it is offensive. It is offensively unfunny. It was terrible. The best thing I can say about this movie is that, like every comedy where they try and throw a million jokes your way, there was one or two where I was like, ha! 
<laughs> you know, like that was sure. that was the best thing I could like if I was struggling to say something good about this. It was garbage. It was so garbage. Now, the main thing I want to talk about is the 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 people that are in this movie uh, that I was so delighted to see, yeah. but saddened to see. <laughs> I have um, no idea. I I haven't seen anything from this movie, and you've got the list up. David there. Koechner, yeah, uh, oh. and Andrew Andy Daly, Andrew Daly, Alana Ubach, you got uh, JB Smoove is in it. Um, so many people are in this movie. I, Nick Swartzen, who I don't think is funny usually, no, but I don't but has that. proven himself funny. He can be funny, it, but he some of his stand up concepts are fantastic. Yeah, he I, I actually really like Grandma's Boy. I think that movie is oh, really a funny. Movie. and and he's really funny in that movie. He is. Yeah, and so there's all these people we were like, you are so funny, or you can be funny, and you're not funny right now. Like yeah. David mm-hmm. Koechner is in this, and you're like. Like anytime, so like the most enjoyment I could get was like Andy Daly's on screen. Oh, he's saying nothing funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like make Andy he's, Daly yeah, that guy is a fucking comedy I mean, genius. He's like, he's literally an improv comedy genius. Yeah. And when when you see him on on screen in something like this, it almost reaffirms that because I'm like, you are at least doing what you can with this. And some of the ways you are saying these unfunny lines, I'm thinking like, yeah, you're a funny guy. I know yeah. you're funny. <laughs> yeah. So like it's being able to see that shine through like the garbage in this movie, it's terrible. But I mean, like if you think a, a, a spoof scene of, of paranormal activity where they put the camera in the room when they sleep and then the mm-hmm. wife farts like eight times, like that's a, that's a oh, good, that's a good Jesus three minutes Christ. of this movie. Like, like, <laughs> oh, what'd you eat? <laughs> well, if, you're sleeping and farting. No, you you're my girlfriend. Me, if you ask me to do, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> here are the elements for your improv scene. You have to make a, a haunted house movie, a Wayans Brothers haunted house movie, and and uh, like uh, like spoof, spoof par- like, paranormal like skewer his kind of comedy. The, the first thing that would come to my mind is uh, I don't know, they fart in, uh, in bed, they tape it, and she's farting a lot. Yeah, like that's exactly where your mind. Yeah, goes. if you ever Jesus. wanted to see uh, him get fucked by a ghost. Check oh. this movie out, because <laughs> that's oh man, because the ghost has sex list, with the wife, and then yeah, right yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. There's a bunch of other people I want to see fucked by a ghost yeah. before, yeah. before Marlon. Before Marlon Wayans, <laughs> he's like yeah, he's like sixth. Yeah, <laughs> he's six on a list of twelve. <laughs> yeah, it was a just, list by the way well, started uh, out as fifty. People Bryson's a higher than him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joe Piscopo. Well, yeah. Yeah, another another one of the gags when they set it up in the bedroom is that she gets up and stands and watches him like in uh, Paranormal Activity and it like fast forwards and she stands there for hours. But then she starts dancing in fast forward. Oh no! And doing the Macarena. Well, <laughs> oh, oh my God! Doing the Macarena. You no, know, that's what she does. One, she does a bunch of popular dances in that oh, scene. One of which is the Macarena. Amazing. Fresh. Um, <laughs> fresh. Yeah, this Before is the Judge Ito joke. Or <laughs> now I watched this movie in on a uh, Sunday at around three and there was a fair amount of people in this film uh, in this theater watching this movie who all thought they were a just as funny as the movie and in some regards they were as funny as the movie Um, (laughs) but also they were the kind of people that like will laugh really hard and then say the thing that was just said in the film like like hey vagina right like because somebody said vagina in the movie and that was the laugh so they would all say vagina after that for a couple minutes you're like the movie just did it I don't need to hear it from you it's like you're watching it's like you're watching the movie with the seagulls from Finding Nemo yes exactly (laughs) Exactly, and they also seem to like uh, saying anytime anytime the woman in the movie was talking, they would go, "You bitch." Which I was like, like "Oh my god!" You told us that on the uh, yeah on the Facebook thread. Literally, one guy was just like, "She said something, and it wasn't a joke or whatever," and he was like, "Bitch." Why? Or something? Or actually, one at one point, somebody referenced her character by saying her name, and and somebody in the movie theater said, "You mean bitch." And I was what like, in the fuck? I was oh, like, that's I. What we call in comedy. That's what we call a callback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, not only is this a horrible movie that I hate myself for sitting through, now, like, I hate humanity because these, yeah. like, assholes come to this movie, love oh, it, and then are also the horribly worst. misogynistic. It was the worst. It was oh, terrible, man. man. That's the awesome. best part about it was the cookie I ate from Starbucks while I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, Casey, you finally saw the Arctic Air commercial before yes. Parker? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <you> <laughs> And <laughs> it, like, and it's the funny thing is because like you guys were obviously playing it up a bit. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. But not it's that funny. Much. No, uh, when I saw You're done. 
When I saw Rustin Bone with Megan, I mentioned it because she hadn't gotten to that point in the episode. I was like, watch this, but think about A after every time. Every line. <laughs> that is the best. You're done, A? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. But he nobody says A, I know. obviously, because it's <laughs> But in your mind, you think it. But everybody does say it like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've crashed planes before. Oh, I've crashed planes I've before. Crashed but nobody died, A. Oh, you know, nobody died. <laughs> He's Scottish now? I think I oh, you know, Scottish. nobody died. Nobody died. Haggis. Uh, <laughs> you're done. You're Everybody done, skate eh? hard. Skate hard. <laughs> we can get these guys. Let's go buy a Bubble bag of milk, and- eh? Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> that was that's another thing I'd like to talk about, but I haven't seen the second episode. Um, yeah, all right. So oh. because Here's last a loony, go back and sell a bag of milk. <laughs> oh jeez, eh? Um, <laughs> I hope that show stays on there. Uh, so because I lost last week, uh, I made you guys listen to oh, an yeah. album yes, that I did. that I um, gave to you under the pretense that like I kind of like it, but as I had listened to it, I was like, oh, this is probably gonna be a punishment album, mm-hmm. but. This is Mystical Weapons, an album by uh, Sean Lennon and the drummer from Deerhoof. Mm-hmm. They're kind of a jam band. Uh, they do like improvisational stuff to to uh, projections live, and they recorded an album. Uh-huh. Um, this this is an album that I don't reach for every day, but but it has a place in my rotation right now when I'm in a certain type of mood for instrumental weirdness, and I kind and I like it. But I, I gave it to you guys and I listened to it and I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go over. Yeah, um, okay. <clears throat> I didn't hate this at all. Yeah. I liked it. It just I don't know if I would well, I really want to listen to it ever again because mm-hmm. it's like it sounds like it's uh demos or something. They're like, they're very unfinished rough. songs. Like I'll go find a weird singer and I'm in, you know, mm-hmm. like because it was just I don't know, like nothing was bad on it. Uh, but at its best to me, it sounded kind of like uh, a more pretentious, like updated version of the Beastie Boys and in, in, the In Sound from Way Up. Mm-hmm. You know, like just cool little jams, but not that cool. Or like, a lot it of sounds like, like throwaway Beastie shit that mm-hmm. they didn't use for their instrumental tracks on it. There's album, a lot of or, stuff know, like they between had to put vocals to yet for like a you know a sabotage or remote mm-hmm. control. You know where they're. Yeah, there's a lot of like weird noise stuff that I could kind of be like, okay, cut it out and get to the next like jam kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then some things were I was all right with, yeah. Like like this, I don't know. Uh, What was that damn song called? Um, The uh, I think like the third song. um, Third song, silk screen eyes. Yeah. All right. Well, while you're looking for yeah, that, what did you think, Casey? Because I, uh, I was, you were the one that was, yeah. Um, no, whispers the blue tongue. I think is a really cool jam, uh, and some some of the other ones are cool. Anyway, what did you think? Uh, well, when I first put it on, like colony collapse. I, I listened to it, and 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 I'm like, everything about this is something I should hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like, but like in theory, I hate this fucking album. Yeah, and I'm listening to it, and listening to it, and I'm like. Not only do I like this, I will listen to this. Yeah, again. no, I'm gonna oh, listen really? to this again. Like, I really, I, I'm really surprised. Really dug it. Yeah, like, it's it's interesting. It, like, and and the points you were making, like it sounds kind of demo-y and shit. Yeah, that's what I loved about. It. That's what I found really charming about it was that it uh, it just sounded like. Um, some sounds thrown together yeah. over like really interestingly produced drums. Well, it really sounds, yeah, the drumming like, on this yeah, album is really good. Wild. I the, think the drumming he, is great and the, the production of the drums is, it just yeah. stays out of the way, but it's got like a really nice atmosphere mm-hmm. to it. And, and it just sounds like some, some, <laughs> Like little sounds gently yeah. thrown together. Well, it, it sounds like a band, like two guys have have done some some jams, and some of it is. In, I think some of it seems like it's so. There's so many time changes they would have to have played this enough to like structure it. Right. But yeah. then it sounds like they've gone back and like overdubbed layers upon layers oh, of like I think weird that's things. Definitely what has happened because there are points when you can hear the music shift and yeah. the drums shift a half a bar later or something. Yeah. And 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 not not that it makes it sound. Uh, Bad no. or, or like uh, uh, unrehearsed. Well, it sort of does sound unrehearsed, yeah. but it, it's just got this sort of patchwork quality to it. Uh, like I find, I found it uh, charming. Yeah, I think that's yeah, what I would use for sure. I just don't think I'll go back to it though. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'll just if I'm clean in the house or if I'm exactly if, you know if if I just want something that's not going to distract me or anything. Yeah, yeah maybe it's so. Just, it's just because there were times stuff. To yeah, it to. is. It's not distracting. Yeah, there were times when I was listening to her, I just like zoned the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh I shit! Listened, three songs yeah. passed. <laughs> yeah, I listen to it like when I'm I doing work or like 
something that I need to like have my mind on, but I still want something cool to listen to that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, I really liked Silk Screen Eyes. Yeah. Uh, the, that, that was a surprising thing for an album like this is that most of the songs are under two minutes. Yeah, they're nice yeah. and short. I did appreciate that. Yeah, the one I liked was that Colony Collapse something. Disorder. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> well, sweet. An yeah. album, all right. An album that you should check out if you're interested in weird instrumental music. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's, it's worth a listen it's for sure. Yeah. Um, so now this week I lost again. I'm going to give you another album. I'm going to kind of go back in the direction of the early days of oh, uh, fuck, of man. See You Next Wednesday. I've been nice and mean lately. Like I gave you Green Day. Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to kind of go back to something that is mean in a good way. I think um, this fun is a, mean this at is least. This, it's, it's I think it's a fun mean, but I don't know how you guys are going to take it. Um, this is an album. It's very it's it's very talked about. It's known as kind of like. One of the the best worst albums of all time. Um, some people have said it's it's weird outsider music kind of stuff. And one famous person uh, from Nirvana named it on one of the top five albums of all time for his for him. And um, is this Eugenius? No, this is an <laughs> album by the Shags. And the name of the album, as I'm googling right oh, now, Foot Foot. Yes, with Foot Foot. Um, oh. this, the, album, the album was named Philosophy of the World from 1969 by My the Pal Shags. My Pal Foot Foot? Is yes. that the song? My Pal Foot yeah, Foot is on here. Kurt Cobain right listed. On. I'm definitely into One of his five favorite albums of, the, of, of yeah. ever. And this is, a, this is just an album about with these uh, three or four of this guy's daughters, and he forced them into music because he thought it was going to be this big thing. Oh, I have heard the yeah. story. I don't think I've ever heard the band. Yeah. I've never I've heard, heard the, the whole album. I, oh, know, I know My Pal Footfoot. My Pal Footfoot, yeah. That song's <laughs> fucked. It is, What's the album called? It's called Philosophy of the World. Um, it's yeah. The the dad was like music is like like girl groups and kind of like like that kind of music was super big and he just wanted a, a part of that. So he made his daughters that didn't really play instruments. He bought them all like bass drums guitar yeah and was like write some songs go or, yeah and they wrote, that is the most amazingly misguided yeah quick scheme i have ever heard and so they, well, they never see i need a million dollar stat what am i gonna do well i got four dollars yeah they're not talented <laughs> and they can't play anything but yeah three i think it's three i've seen other girls play yeah things. three daughters they wrote songs like that little sports car my pal foot foot things i wonder <laughs> <laughs> like why did I name him Foot Foot? Uh, track ten, what do I feel? Question mark. Uh, that is a good question. So I'm excited to go through this because it's one of those albums that I've, I've I've heard songs from but never have all the way through. I'm yeah, gonna listen right along on. with you guys. It's an excellent choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this, this right. is one of the only albums that we haven't um that we haven't touched upon in the like those lists of worst albums of all time. We touched yeah. on a lot of them earlier. Yeah, yeah. We've burned through a bunch of them. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're gonna roll now. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're ready to roll. This week we're rolling for winner, Bullet to the Head. Yep, new Walter Hill Hill movie. Walter Mm -hmm. Hill still probably might not be very good, but we all want to see it. Worth a shot. It's probably not going to be very good, but you know what? It's going to be be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, I think we're going to have a good time at the movies to see this. And the loser, uh, something that we've been putting off for a while. Hansel and Gretel. Yep. Vampire <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> oh, I think this what is that actually called? What is the singer movie with the ja- Giants? Oh, what? Jack, the, the, that Jack the Giant Slayer? That's not out yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think this fucking Hansel and Gretel movie looks like Van Helsing or something. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Nonsense. I've heard it's fun, but I've also seen the reviews, so I don't know what. Well, thing. Yeah, this, I don't know. This is I don't another like one of those movies thing. that sort of sat on the shelf for a while. Yeah. For, uh, I think. Undisclosed reasons, right? Waiting for yeah. Jeremy Renner to be famous enough to make yeah. some money off this yeah. shit movie. Yeah. Well, it's from yeah. the director of Dead Snow, which was a fun movie. I don't sure. know. All right, I'm gonna roll. Let's do this. <laughs> what you got, buddy? Six. Oh, oh shit! What? Casey rolled six as well. Yeah. Six. Roll lower than six. Oh man. Roll lower than six. Greg rolled a two. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Up top there. Woo. All right. The oh curse, my is God. curse is lifted. I was I was hoping that was the last time you rolled a six a few weeks ago. Then we Casey and I both six. rolled six. Yeah. And then I rolled a one. Ah, <laughs> oh, buddy, you're no longer the Vern. Greg, yeah. you're the Vern. Oh. Vern. All right, all the way home. No, I only lost once, though. Yeah. Uh, shut Oof. up and ask us if we want to see a dead body. Oh, um, mm-hmm. all right. So I'm so happy. Let's oh get into some gosh. fucking film roulette. I'm feeling great. 
That was, Run a mile. We, we <laughs> just did film roulette, buddy. He wants Let's to do another one. Film roulette again. Woo! <laughs> I won this time. Let's do it again. Yeah. I feel like I already <laughs> saw that movie. <laughs> Let's just talk about the movies as if we saw them. Oh, <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. God damn it. Oh, yeah, man. I just see that. I love that because Casey and I were kind of like, whatever, I'd watch it. And you were the only one that was like, no, 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 now you have to see it. Trash. I hope. I hope you like it, but I also kind of secretly hope you would just hate it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want it to be bad. Yeah. I want well, you to hate I, it. I just, I will let you guys know that uh, I... Uh, You've got a bank of bad I albums. have a huge list of terrible <laughs> albums that I'm going to spend a week sifting over. Oh, God. Oh, man. I am not coming. I was I'm nice not coming with anything nice. <laughs> Nothing nice is coming Come your on. way. I started the year with a nice album with the Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. That's and then, true. Uh, That's true. Now, now is the bad. Okay. And I'm pleased to bring you bad. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> let's, let's uh, get into some hero swap. Okay. Yeah. Hero swap cage matches our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. We started with 64. We will end with one. This is one of those matches. Yeah. <laughs> that was an intro if I've ever fucking heard one. Oh, anyway. All right. This week, this is a good one this week, or this is a, I just don't know how this is going to turn out this week. We've got Kyle Reese, portrayed by Michael Bean in Terminator 1, going up against Lizbeth Salander, as portrayed by Numi Rapace from the uh, Dragon Tattoo yeah. mm-hmm. uh, trilogy, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And let's roll the dice and see what the fuck they are. What's going they on here? They are fighting in. They are in the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. Oh so two men enter, one man leave. Yes. I think uh, <sighs> my my immediate reaction. Oh wait, we got to roll for. They've got Thunderdome weapons. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I forgot to remember this on my sheet of paper. Okay, so uh, uh, Kyle Reese has is a three. One is nothing. Two is the whistle. Three is coconut. Three. <laughs> coconut, coconut gloves. gloves. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, no coconut gloves in the Thunderdome. Is it the bat or is it? Uh, I think it's the spear with the knife on the end yes. of it. Yes. Or the bat. Is it? We've never had the spear with the knife on yeah. the end. Is it a bat with a nail through the end of it? I, thought I think that's that, what Yeah, it was. we went escalating in size yeah. of weapon. So, yeah, it must so be the, the bat. bat. Bat with nails. Yes, bat with nails. Nail bat. Not bad. That's a, that's a, you that's bash a, that's a pretty sweet that. little weapon to pick yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Lizbeth has. The same thing. Oh, shit. Oh, right. Did not see that coming. No. No one saw that coming. No. She's oh going to There should have planned that. a better match. Oh. oh. So, where are we? couple of people, a uh, couple of bats, bunch of nails. Bouncing around <laughs> with uh, rubber. They hang from rubber things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They get yeah. to bounce around inside the old Thunderdome. Jesus. Um, I just, I have no... Uh, immediate sway on. I think my immediate sway is leans towards Lizbeth, just because she can get so crazy, like when when provoked, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's just, is he gonna get to that point, or is he just gonna take the like, is he gonna know that and kind of just off the top be like attack and kill kind of thing? I feel like he's gonna be uh, conflicted about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I don't know, like like. My immediate reaction is uh, that she's going to have the drive, like, more of a drive yeah. to kill him. But I feel like being in... For some reason, I feel like being in Thunderdome gives him an advantage. Well, he is a soldier, and he does fight robots from the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like robots <laughs> trying to destroy humanity. Yeah, and he's pretty good at it. Mm. And all she's really done is... Uh, well, that we've seen on screen mm-hmm. is is well, you, you know, like to yeah. tie up some guy who's trying to rape her or whatever. Well, she, uh, she's very smart, yeah, uh, right. and very tactical and very can be just fucking straight up cold blooded mm-hmm. would be. But she's like computers, right? Yeah, but I mean, in the next two films, there's more physical things for yes. her to yeah, do. See, I yeah, see, I didn't see those. I only saw the first. Uh, she has a half brother. Spoiler, sorry. That's a big giant man who can't feel any pain, and. She has run run ins with him. She gets really fucked yeah. up at one point, um, you know. And she has to do some saving, some running, some shooting, killing, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, she's fairly well. She's pretty well rounded, and yeah, and yeah. like I was saying, it seems she like can handle herself. If, if provoked, she can get pretty crazy. Yeah, and unpredictable. I, yeah. I would say is her advantage is unpredictability. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Which that might being said, give... he's never fought a robot army. <laughs> I want to give, give it to the person who's fought a robot army. But how much experience does he have fighting humans? Uh, that's mm. a thing. Mm. Um. And you're presupposing that it's harder to kill a human than to kill a robot? Well, I'm presupposing that a robot um, is very linear in the way that it thinks, but a human is very unpredictable. Right. No, but my and CPU is a learning computer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Somebody wouldn't bring that up. Yep. Sorry. The CPU. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard know. because I'm on this one. I feel like I like a, I don't know. I feel well, like let's get into it. Let's see. Well, let's see. I what feel like, like the fr- he's going to be hesitant to hit her with mm-hmm. a bat with nails in it. Yeah. I yeah, think she is not going thing. to be hesitant. Because she's I the think kind of person who knows killer be killed. Comes with the first real flurry. Mm-hmm. But of, she's not a sociopath. She kills no. people who who or she yeah. fucks up with uh, fucks up people who deserve it. Mm-hmm. This is true. But she also you know when she gets painted into a corner. Is Can, explosive. Yeah, exactly. And you think she's going to start? I think off she the knows like that. that she's in round two. Yeah. She's been here before. Sure, yeah. but he's We're, also, but as as is he, and he's also trained to kill. So, uh, like, I feel like he's painted into the same corner she is. They're they're starting off at that same advantage. But he's a softy for uh, she's unassuming for ladies who have had a rough go. He, yeah, he I is. feel like the, he that's, likes a hard woman. She's yeah. unassuming a little because she looks tough, but she's like I think the way that that character thinks he's going to kind of be like, oh, I can't like hurt like kill this woman straight off the bat or something, and then she's just going to take that like moment of weakness and exploit it. All right. Yeah, I think she attacks first. And, yeah. You know, swings pretty hard, and he does a bunch of defensive moves. You know, blocking mm-hmm. that bat, and maybe catches one and nail one of those nails on the shoulder or something. Ouch. Yeah. And then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's let's, let's you know do that she draws first blood yeah um nailed to the shoulder i like yeah. that mm-hmm. uh he's bleeding like a stuck pig mm-hmm. uh and and yeah he's like uh oh okay bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh so what does he do uh i just think he i don't know what he fights back more i don't know i i'm i'm I, the more <laughs> i think about it the more i'm leaning towards her because i feel like when that happens, she, she he's gonna get her like in the leg or in the arm or something. Right. And 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 I feel like it's gonna be like tit for tat. She's she's gonna get him a little. He's gonna get her more, and then she's gonna get him like real good. Right. Like she's just gonna like he's gonna get her back or something in the leg or the arm or something, and then she's gonna swing the spike bat into his dick, and then he's gonna you know oh, fall over dick on this thing? and then just mm. fucking get it in the face or something. She's just gonna go nuts. I think. Yeah. What uh, I'd like to see, I haven't decided who who I want to win yet. I I, I have a feeling, but what I want to see is the death blow being one of those nails right through the top of the head. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I definitely. That's see these how bats you want to kill somebody, somebody yeah. with a bat with nails. With a, with a, with a nail bat. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. That's what I would like. Ah, huh, man, I'm really torn on this whole thing because I really could see it going either way. Mm-hmm. Both of them uh, take a lick in and keep on ticking. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's a whole lot of that happening. Both of them get really fucked up in their respective movies mm-hmm. and keep yeah. on rolling. Yeah. Um, Reese, over a, a period of time, takes a lot of really bad injuries and just keeps yeah keeps on going. <clears throat> To the point where then he's hobbled basically on one leg and one arm and is swinging at a Terminator with a pipe mm. and doing damage. Yeah. <laughs> he screws its neck up for sure. Good. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, he, he's going to have these injuries. He's going to have, like, the bloody shoulder and shit like that, but he's going to know how to work within that. Uh, mm-hmm. I just feel like with the way that we've outlined the beginning of this match with her, like, kind of striking first and then him, I just feel like it's just going to escalate until... She, I feel like she's already had, got the upper hand, so it's just going to continue to escalate until she lays a, a blow on him. Okay, okay. <laughs> interesting point. Um, I, I see where you're going with that, and I will agree with that, is yeah. that it's just going to get heightened and heightened and heightened. That being said, as she's not really trained, mm-hmm. I this feel is the like... the exact point I was just going to make. Yeah, I yep. feel like she's going to start to become so erratic that yep. she's going to start making... Mistakes. She's going to, like be thrown into a fucking temper tantrum basically mm-hmm. she's yep. gonna start making mistakes and he's gonna be trained in, uh, as things heighten like that he's gonna know he's gonna yeah. be able to keep his but neck. I feel he's like she's she's in control yeah yes yeah. but I feel like she's the kind of person who has learned to exploit her rage in a way that's effective um, I, I feel like I, I haven't, haven't seen I've, all three movies I've seen the first yeah. two See, that's yeah I think she gets irrational uh, not irrational she gets out of control 
you know, and she's uh, uh, the unpredictability can work against her. I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with uh, she comes in for a crazy like bat above the head coming down on Kyle Reese, and maybe not a nail in the top of the head, but I'll take one in the front of the forehead. <laughs> All right. With a defensive or a sneaky uh, uh, counterattack mm-hmm. from Kyle Reese, putting yeah. a nail into the brain. And I, I'm, I'm the light with slowly that. fades from her eyes. All right. Uh, well, I my official vote is her, but um, yeah. I'm outvoted. You are outvoted on two to one. All right. Yep. All right, Cal Reese. I think we lost three. a champion today. I, I think know. we did. I, I didn't want to. Yeah, well, see it's your hard girl. in round two. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the very little fat left on this table. So yeah, uh, there's going to be a bunch of these that are. There's going to be worse than this one as far as uh, conflicting ideas. Yes. If you disagree with us, let us know on the old Twitter and the yeah. Facebook and the thing, mm-hmm. or don't, <laughs> or continue not <laughs> or to. Continue <laughs> not to. <laughs> Mark Riley just texts me when he's like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome. Man. But yeah, I feel pretty strong about Kyle Reese moving. Forward, he's yep. a he's a pretty. Uh, I think he's. A I feel of, strong about him dark moving horse forward, in this, but I don't agree. Uh, competition. <laughs> um. Oh man. Oh man. Next week. Oh jeez. Awesome. Eh? Oh jeez. All right. Oh, speaking geez, of difficult, oh, you're done. Guaranteed. This is just <laughs> take off, eh? <laughs> Hoosers. Um, next week. Oh shit! Yeah, that's how, that, that's how they tell the pilot that he's clear for uh, yeah, take, take off. off hey, take off, hoser. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jerry. Yeah. There's right. a sketch for you. <laughs> Canadian um, pilots. Next week is a oh fuck me, man. Next week's competition uh, round is between <laughs> the bride, Uma Thurman. Yes. Um, who I just, I, I have. Uh, she's going to go far oh, as well, yeah. I think. She's got a hell of a, a, a foe in this uh, next oh, matchup. Yeah. Though. She's going up against Gino Fellino. Damn. Uh, Seagal from Out for Justice. Oh, geez. He's a violent, violent man. Uh, uh, and Out for Justice is on Amazon Prime. If anyone has that, they can watch it there. Crickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only and crickets. Uh, I have a DVD if anyone wants to borrow it. Out for Justice? I, have out for I believe Justice I have that on Blu-ray. Mm, on Blu-ray? Yes. <laughs> Wait, that's Out for Justice the one with the pool cue and the sock, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I got that on yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah. That's the one where the bad guy like makes the person smoke crack before he kills them or something at the uh, beginning, like in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty crazy movie. Yeah. The uh, place is New York City. The time is now. The cop is Gino Fellino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it says on the back of the box. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, I feel like sweet. I'm going to enjoy this round. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's brutal. One. So yeah, watch those movies. Yeah, I watched uh, Kill Bill Volume One last time for uh, for gearing mm-hmm. up on the bride. So I'll watch Volume Two this time. And man, I'll, I'll, get, I'll watch Out for Justice again. He's got his work cut out for him. Yeah, I think. He's a very violent man, though. Yes, he's very violent. That's going to be a good talk. Yeah, it's going to be a disgusting fight. <laughs> All right. So you can follow us on Twitter at SYNWPC or Facebook.com slash SYNWPC as well or at Twitter at Modern Superior to follow our other shows mm. like Faculty of Horror, which will be dropping episode two soon, yep. and Kangaroo Court. They missed last week, but they're coming back with another episode soon. The Super Bowl edition. Yeah. Mm. You're going to want to hear that. Lonely Nights mm. with Bruce Douglas is coming back. And uh, this Friday, we got Bruce Douglas on our show, Time Bandits. That's right. And we're talking about sorority, bowl, sorority babes in the slime ball bowlerama and <laughs> Iron Maiden's Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Yeah. Which I've been listening to. Interesting album. Yes. You're going to want to hear this talk. Yes. That's all I have to say about yes. plug time. Yes. Close that plug bag up. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second Scott Ackerman uh, uh, reference you've made on our show. This is true. The end. See you next Wednesday. I am a I am Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.